If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast, episode number 282. You're a badass. Say it, feel it, live it. And if you haven't already, go pick up the best-selling books by Jen Sincero and put them on your bookshelf for the days that you need a reminder that you are, in fact, a badass. Jen Sincero is a number one New York Times bestselling author, a success coach, and in her words, a motivational cattle prod who helps people transform their lives. Now, her books are recommended in the Gold Digger podcast Facebook group time and time and time again. And so we finally went for it. We pitched Jen Sincero's team with fingers crossed and to our absolute delight and honor, she is here on the show for a butt-kicking, transformational, hilarious conversation. Now, Jen speaks with directness and clarity on so many topics, and I've kept an eye on the discussions going down inside of our Insiders Facebook group all about her work, and you love her advice when it comes to money and retooling your money-making mindset. How can we bust through the mental block and want to sell rather than fear the process? Can positive affirmations and mantras really help when it comes to upping your cash flow? And in what ways do we need to think differently about the money we could potentially make? Now we're talking money, one of my favorite topics, and I am so thrilled to welcome to the show, Jen Sincero. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Jen, I feel like you are literally one of the top requests for guests on this show, and now it is finally happening. There are so many gold diggers around the world right now with their praise hand emojis flying on their keyboards. So thank you for coming on the podcast today. That's what it's called, a praise hand emoji. Yes, all of the praise hands. Those I'm two hands ready, learning. 
Well, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny. Um, when my team and I were really trying to get you on, I was literally taking screenshots from the women in my Facebook groups about how you have transformed their lives. And you would be not surprised to hear that if I literally search your name inside of my Facebook groups, there are tens of hundreds of posts of people that are obsessed with you. And so most people listening have probably already read one, if not all of your books. But for those who don't know who you are, can you kind of share just a little bit about your story? And then we're just going to dive on into the goodness. Um, Sure. I was really struggling financially and in a lot of ways up until my early 40s and just decided that I was unavailable to live life as a gigantic financial loser. I was living in a garage and driving a car with no grill and just could not figure it out. And so I read all the self-help books, went to all the money-making seminars, just did all the, the work and broke through and really figured out my money issues and started making mad money. And just also (laughs) really learned a lot about how to transform my own life. And because I'm a writer first, before anything else, I decided that, you know, I've read every self-help book under the sun and damn it, I want to write my own version. So that's how You Are Badass started was just sort of me doing my take on all the information that I had learned and all the stuff that had worked for all of my clients after I had become a coach. And I think that's a nutshell of my story. So walk me through, like, you go from learning and... Did you have this aha moment where you're like, I do things differently or, or this motivation is not sticking with me. I need action. Like walk me through what that moment was like, where you're like, I can do this and I can put out my own book and it'll be different and better than anything I've consumed. Well, with the the writing of the book, you know, well, how does an idea come to you? You know, I just one day I, I had been reading so many books and it, I don't think it was one moment for me, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I just felt like a lot of them helped me so much and were so profound and I'm so grateful to all of them. But I'd wake up a lot of times with them on my face. You know what I mean? Like, because I would fall asleep reading them because they weren't funny or they didn't have good (laughs) stories or honestly, some of them were so poorly written. I couldn't even believe they had gotten published, let alone been on this bestseller list forever. So I was just, I'm often motivated by things that uninspire me rather than things that inspire me where I'm like, (laughs) how did that guy get on the bestseller list? If he can do it, I sure as hell can. So whatever. But it was, it was really more just, feeling like it would be fun to do my own take on it. And also that I could boil things down into more bite-sized pieces because I'm super impatient. And I felt like a lot of these books went on far too long for my taste. So I wanted to give it in in small chunks and make it entertaining because I thought that would really help people absorb the information in a new way. Well, I'm so thankful that you followed that call and that you put it out there. What was the process like for writing your first book and like putting it out into the world? Did you have you always had this just like innate confidence within you or has that grown over time? Uh, I definitely I think age is the most wonderful gift in terms of confidence and Mm -hmm. in terms of letting it go. And really, I don't know how old you are, but the second I hit 50, I cannot tell you how much I stopped giving a crap about what other people think. And don't get me wrong, like I still do. But the degree to which I do is profoundly different. It's, God, I have so much more energy for other things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that You Are Badass is my third book, by the way. It's not my first. So I'd already been writing for a while. 
And I don't know, I sure as hell did not think it was going to do as well as it has done. I, you know, you always hope it's going to do well, but this has far exceeded any fantasy I had, honestly. And I think, you know, it was sort of the book I wanted to read. And when I write as long as I think it's funny and as long as I feel like it's something important that people need to know, I certainly, I have an amazing editor and I value the opinions of others, but at the end of the day, I have to feel like it is true, number one, and mm. funny. Like, I really <laughs> feel, because sense of humor is so personal. So yes. I got friends who make me wet my pants laughing, but but my writing, I always have to find funny. That's sort of, I'm a real stickler about that. But yeah, anyway, but I did run it through a ton of filters with, with my editors and, and a couple trusted geniuses who are dear friends of mine. Well, I love that because I feel like the self-help area, the motivational quotes, like everything that we are being sold to with these days is so profound. And it's like these like light bulb moments and things. And it's like, if we look at life and we're not laughing our way through it, like it is going to be like a sitcom that is so sad that we're wondering, like, is this all that's left for us? So I love the humor piece because I feel like it is needed in the self-help world because I, for one, do not feel very profound most days. So when you write, I feel like you're writing to me where I'm like, God bless it. Somebody said what everyone in the room is thinking right now. Well, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, making fun of the human experience. Like you don't even have to work that hard to, to make fun of us, right? Because we're all so ridiculous in right. our habits and our crazy thoughts and, you know. It is very cute. So where did the whole badass brand start for you? Like, what does that mean for you? Well, the big secret is I never use the word badass ever before I wrote the book. So I don't, I swear to God, I feel like it came out of the collective consciousness. And this, my other book titles, I used to be a copywriter. So titles are actually my favorite, favorite thing. I love titling chapters. I love little short snippets. And I couldn't name this beast for, I mean, people were screening their calls after a while because I was like, what do you think of this title? I just couldn't (laughs) wrangle it to the ground. And and the word badass just came up for me. I had a friend who had a website called Hey Little Badass. And that was, Mm -hmm. and so I, and I had, she wasn't using it anymore. So I, she let me use it. So that's when I sort of, when it sort of came into my world. But so it was sort of a nugget of a thought, but when it came around to this book, it kind of wasn't that deep in my consciousness until, uh, I don't know, I guess that little website and I don't know. Basically, that's a very long way of saying I have no idea how it happened because it wasn't. I kind of love. Do you love it or do you loathe it? Like, where are you no, at with I it today? Like it. And it and it and Good. and it's everywhere now. The word badass. I really think I got everywhere. in right when that word was gaining momentum. So I think you were the one that made it gain momentum. Uh, I'm not credit for that. I'd love to, but who knows? <laughs> okay, so when we were we were going back and forth on my team, like, okay, we got Jen. Like, what question? can we ask her? And I was very, very specific that I wanted to ask you a few things about money because what I see in my audience and what I struggle with even personally is our relationship with money. And so all of your books have changed people's lives, but I know for my immediate people, you're, you are a badass at making money, especially for entrepreneurs or people that are driven to pursue their dreams. That was the game changer. So can you walk me through how that book came about and, and what your relationship with money has taught you in order to be able to teach and impact others? Sure. I mean, when I 
started this whole journey of, you know, introspection and self-development and all of that, it was around money. So I couldn't wait to write the money book because when I wrote You Are a Badass, it was a bit more broad. But if you will notice, every chapter is about 12 pages, but the money chapter is about 25 pages because I was like, and another thing. Like I just, I'm, I was obsessed because I swear to everybody listening out there, if my broke ass could get rich, you can too. Because I had spent a lifetime really into my 40s mastering the art of being broke and having a poverty consciousness and truly believing that it wasn't available for me, that I was not the kind of person who could ever get rich or, I mean, geez, or even just like move out of the garage. Like I was really, really steeped in it. And uh, it was, it sucked being broke because being broke is honestly very boring and extremely stressful, but even more so I hated feeling like Really? I am Jen Sincero on planet Earth for one go round, and this is the best I can do. And that drove me nuts. And that was really sort of this like, damn it, I'm not giving up on myself. I'm not going to accept that, you know, settle for this crap that I've created. So that, that was just as much of a motivator for me. And, um, and so I did, and I talk about this in all my books about making the decision to get rich. And especially with money, you guys, like you can decide to lose weight, right? So you go, you say, I'm going to lose weight. And all your friends like, go you, you know, you're on a diet, you get a workout buddy, you get workout clothes, you do specific things that will help you lose weight. When you tell people that you're going to go out and get rich, that is an extremely <laughs> loaded thing to say to people. And they, a lot of times to not only not support you, but they judge you and they make you feel gross and, you know, whatever. And we've all got that inside of us anyway, so we don't need their help with it. But it's a very yeah. controversial thing to do. So I got to say, the most important thing I did back in the day was make the decision to get rich. And it was huge. It changed everything. Okay. So... Let's keep unpacking this because I feel like everyone listening, there's this voice inside of us that's like, me too, me too. I want that. I want that. And we talk about manifestation and all of these things. So walk me through then. You mm -hmm. make this decision, then what? Then I basically was like, if it's not going to help me figure out how to make money, I'm not wasting my time on it. So I became laser focused on it because the problem is, we all are creative and we all have so many things in our lives. I mean, it's not like I never went out for lunch again, but I, anything that I was really going to focus on had to be in the direction of making the money. So that was the first thing was just everything had to be directed in that direction. Also, I started reading self-help books specifically about money. And I was really, you know, talk about this in the books too, how I thought they were all cheesy and I didn't want to get busted <laughs> with them. You know, I was terrified I was going to die and people would find them. Um, you know, I was very too cool for school, but I was like, uh, if it's going to help me make money, I am doing it. So it was really like, if it's going to help me make money, I'm doing it. If it's going to help me make money, I'm doing it. So I read self-help books. I started going to these really, what I thought were super cheesy money-making seminars. I started listening to financial meditations. I, um, mm. you know, had my money mantra. I just did the work, man. I did, I did whatever it took. And so, and then, you know, the real pivotal thing I did was when I was at one of these money making seminars, there was a coach on stage, you know, selling her stuff and she helped women entrepreneurs with their finances. And just, she was totally not my kind of person that her brand was so 
laughable to me, you know, because again, I was really cool. So let's not forget how cool I was. So, but <laughs> what she was saying, resin, like she said something and it hit me between the eyes in a way, you know, I'd heard it a million times, but the way she said it worked for me. So anyway, in my gut, I knew she was the person. And this was also back in the day when life coaching was still very new and was even more, you know, I was like, do you even yeah. have a degree? What is this? What is this? <laughs> Who are you? But anyway, all I knew is I had that intuitive hit that she could help me. And I hired her, even though her fee was basically a third of my annual income at the time. It was the most terrifying thing I ever did. But, I, but instead of being like, I can't afford it and talking my way out of it, I was like, if it's going to help me make money, I'm doing it. And I thought she could help me. And lo and behold, I ended up tripling my income within like three or four months of working with her. But that's it. It's like, okay. you got to do the scary thing that presents itself if you're serious about changing your life. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. As you were talking, I like had this moment where I'm like almost every single 
guests that I've ever interviewed, over 150 interviews, has talked about this turning point, this cornerstone where they had to either invest in themselves Mm -hmm. and that vision of what they wanted their life to become or go the opposite direction. Now, as you're talking, I'm like, as if I were Jen Sincero and I was like, I need to spend this obscene amount of money, but hopefully if it, it will pay dividends down the road, like it was terrifying. Like walk me through that decision making of like, I'm going to have to spend this money, but I believe it'll help me make money and get me closer to that vision. Well, I was very clear on the fact that I had tried for 40 some odd years to do it on my own and I was not succeeding. (laughs) So I was like, I clearly need some help. And it was an intuitive hit. You know, it was really just like, I feel like she can help me. And I was, and I was in debt at the time. And I hold, you know, and how my whole issue was around money. So going even deeper into debt, like it was, it was literally the most terrifying thing at that moment I could have done. But she also was, what did she say to me? Well, you know, I said, I wanted to work with her and she's like, you know, if the desire is there, the money is there. And I was like, okay, well, where's the damn money? And she's like, well, you know, and so the only way I could think of to pay it was getting another credit card and putting, getting even deeper into credit card debt. And so I paid her and then I threw up and then I called her back and begged her for the money back. I was just like, oh my God, I've made a huge mistake. You do not understand. And she was just like, if you do everything I say, this will be the most important money you've ever spent on yourself. And honestly, like, it's not like you pay a coach a third of your annual income and you magically trip, you know, it happens for you. It's not a given, but it goes back to the decision to get rich. And so I had, that was more important than anything. Cause if I hadn't decided to get rich and I paid this woman, it's very likely that I'd be even deeper into debt. But so along with the decision to get rich, like I pay her the money and then I do every single absolutely utterly terrifying thing she tells me to do, which there were many things <laughs> on that list too. But, um, and she was a great coach, but it was really that decision to do whatever it took. That's amazing. I'm, I'm just trying to visualize you in oh this moment God. and having this woman telling you these things to do and you like rolling your eyes and being like, Here okay. we go. <laughs> I want to kill you again. And also another thing I did was I didn't tell anybody that I was doing this because yeah. I already had all my major doubts about it and fears and worries. And if I had told any of my friends or family that I was spending this kind of money on a life coach, like I just knew I had to be quiet about it. And I think that's a really important thing for everybody to remember. Like you've got the people in your life who love you and who you love, but if they are not at the level that you're striving to be at, and if they don't have a big, you know, consciousness around money and whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you can't tell them stuff because they'll bring you down so fast. I think that's one of the most important things you just said. And I think let's touch on that a little bit more. I think a lot of money mindset for individuals is impacted by the money mindset of those that they surround themselves with. Walk me through what that has looked like in your journey from going from not having any to, you know, making an amazing amount of money doing what you love. Well, you know, that's where these coaching programs really help me because we tend to hang out with people who they say, if you take the average income of the five people closest to you or the five people you hang out with most, that's your income. You know, we, we water seeks its own level for real. And so when you decide to break out and change your reality, you have got to surround yourself with other people who are in that new reality that you want to be in because 
what we read and what we take in and how we speak and how we think creates our reality, right? Like that's, that's the age old self-help mantra right there. And so if you are surrounding yourself with people who are thinking and believing and speaking in your old way, you're going to cling to that pattern. But you know, you know what it's like, like when you listen to one inspirational person who says something that just blows your head off your neck, you're like, wow, that opens up a whole new way of seeing reality right? That's why we go here, inspirational speakers. That's why we read self-help because it, it widens our mind. It stretches our imagination. And when you're hanging out with the sad sacks and the, you know, my old broke pal. So I still, you know, believe me, I'm still great friends with all of them. Most of them, actually not all of them, by the way, but it's very easy to get caught up in that. And it's a habit, right? So uh, you got to, you got to break out of that habit. You got to break out of that reality and go into a new one. And the people who you surround yourself with are huge in that. And it's one of the biggest pieces. And it's, I've yet to give a talk where somebody doesn't ask, you know, what do you do when the people around you don't support your, your new hopes and dreams? And it's so common that it's like, you just don't tell them about your new hopes and dreams and you go out and you find people who do support them. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. And I think that a lot of times as women, we're so loyal and we put everyone ahead of us and, it, like it can derail you in two seconds, like before you even start. And you're not putting them ahead of yourself, by the way, like this is another perception thing, but you're not helping them by participating in shrinking and staying small yeah. and agreeing to the the fact that the economy is bad and that you can't be successful doing A, B, and C. That's not helping them. So when I read your book, I honestly felt like you, Jen, were coming out of the pages, grabbing my shoulders, holding onto my face and saying, you can do this. Creepy. Well, it mm-hmm. is creepy, but it's true. <laughs> it's like getting shook in a way of like, dude, why not me? And I feel like a lot of people listening to this, they could look at people like you and say, well, good for you, but that's just not possible for me. What kind of mindset shifts need to happen in order for people to see the possibility? Well, I think reading self-help books and, you know, even if your belief system isn't there yet, you can't expect yourself to be there instantly. Just start reading it. Like make the decision, make the damn decision that you're going to change your life and just start immersing yourself in the books, in the meditations, in the speakers, like just get in there and start doing it and you'll find your way. Like there will be a writer or a speaker or somebody who nails you between the eyes and you'll get those aha moments and then they'll just keep building and building and building. But don't expect yourself to, even with mantras, Yeah, I think the big problem is you're like, you know, for me, my mantra used to be, I can't afford it. Yeah, And then I, when I started doing this work, I switched it to money flows to me easily and freely. Yes. And this is still when I was living in my garage and still when I was driving the crappy car and I was making no money. But just saying money flows to me easily and freely made me feel so excited, even though I had a lifetime of proof that I was like literally staring at every day that that was not quote unquote true. I was available to believe it. And I had made the decision that I was getting rich. So I started looking for proof that money flows to me easily and freely instead of for proof that I can't afford it. And that is how that works. So you don't have to believe it right away. You just got to feel excited by it and be available to find proof of it. So I'm curious for you, especially from your situation of where you started to where you are now, how has your relationship with money changed now that you have it? God, it's so interesting. I had such a weird thing happen to me the other day. I was really, really exhausted and I was taking a nap 
And I was in between that waking and sleeping phase. Yeah. And I slipped back into my, it was so weird. I was thinking about money because I'm renovating this house and it's, you know, what do they say? Twice as long and twice as expensive. And I was just like, oh. HGTV uh, is a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's going great and it's really, really fun, but I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of money. But anyway, so I've been thinking a lot about money and it's fine. And the money is totally coming in and I'm super fine shape, but I have been a bit neurotic about it. And yeah. I was falling asleep and I started thinking, and I can't know if I can even articulate this. I experienced my old money mindset in this way that I was thinking about, let's say making a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I was thinking about it as if I was doing each hour I worked, how long it would take me to get to a hundred thousand dollars, which is how I was in the old days Yeah, where now it really, it comes in and I remember there's a great line and I'm thinking grow rich, uh, once the money starts coming, it comes in such magnificent amounts and so freely and easily, which was my yeah. mantra that you wonder where it was hiding your whole life. There's something, some line like that. And that's how it is for me now. I, I, it's a, it's the most exciting and amazing thing to me, but, but it's also my new normal. Like mm-hmm. I just expect it to come now. And so it's just, as opposed to being terrified of it and aware of every little nuance of it, I just sort of lean back and breathe it it comes, it just, it comes to me in such a different frequency now. I don't think that made any sense. No, it a hundred percent did. And I, oh. I also think about, you know, like early days where, you know, you're so fixated on it that it's yes. like you're fixated on the lack. And all of a sudden when you like focus on time as your currency or, yes. or relationships or your presence or whatever that looks like, that mm-hmm. is what you see. And so what I love about your like mindset shifts in the way that you, you do manifest in a way that takes action. Cause I feel like nowadays people talk about like manifesting and it's more like, if you think about it, it'll come. And it's like, well, you did all of these steps to actually make that manifestation happen. But no, that made total sense to me. I love it. But the other thing I wanted to say too, is that when I realized it, I kind of, I woke all the way up and I, and I, and <laughs> I meditating. I was like, I don't ever, ever. It was almost like having a panic attack. You know, yeah. I don't know if you, but I was like, okay, I am unavailable for that. <laughs> and so I am going to spend some time right here, right now, breathing into the truth about abundance and about what I know to be true. And, and I spent some time really smothering that old thing and, and cleaning it out again, because it's money is currency and currency is energy. Yeah. And I get that on such a deep level now. And my energy was being tweaked for whatever reason. And so I just, I changed my energy around it. And we all have that available to us. And that's where the mantra comes in, guys. Watch your mouth. Watch what you keep saying. Watch what you yes. keep thinking. And I know this is so, and I remember being like, come on. I got to change my thoughts, feelings, and words. That's as easy as it is. But it really is so profound because once you start changing your thoughts, feelings, and words from I can't afford it to money flows to me easily and freely or whatever your version of that is, the energy around that thought and the, you know, everything you need right now is available to you. Mm -hmm. Everything you need right now to get filthy rich. And I actually hate that expression. I take it back (laughs) to get gloriously rich is available to you right now, but you just can't see it. It's not on your radar because you're too busy focusing on the fear and the penny pinching and the, I can't afford it and the worry and all that. Right? So once you start 
opening yourself up to the money flows to me easily and freely, you start to pull into your radar all of these other things that are out there, people and opportunities that you literally can't acknowledge because you're you're not open. And so that's where the thoughts, feelings, and words, so even if you don't believe it yet, so don't expect to believe it, but participate and it'll catch up to you. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So when you're talking like this, one of the thoughts that crosses my mind and a question I have is, why do you think women have such complex relationships with money? Like, I feel like men never apologize for making tons of money or being rich and women are a lot more tight lipped or a lot more insecure. There's a lot more like deep seated doubt, fear, even just like not feeling worthy of earning. Why do you think that is? because we're taught to feel not worthy about every single solitary Mm -hmm. thing on earth because we live in a patriarchal society. Mm -hmm. I just went to the lion King last night with my friends here with her two kids. And at the end of them, I was just like that movie. And I know it's about a lion pride and the, (laughs) you know, but it was, I couldn't believe the whole movie was about these five beautiful lionesses sitting around suffering, waiting for the man to come back and save them. I was, I was livid. The poor girls were like, <laughs> like the Mary Jan. Oh but you know, we live in a patriarchal society. And I will say that I am so happy to be a chick right now because it yeah. is changing and we are making progress. And I'm just, it's a very, very exciting time. And ladies, money is power. So yeah. it is so, everybody, you know, I don't think everybody has to be a bazillionaire and it's not all about money, certainly, but it really helps and it really allows you to support other women and to support yourself and to have a louder voice and make a bigger impact. That's just the way our world is. And so I feel so, so strongly about women and money. It's really, really important. That's why you're here, Jen. Mm-hmm. That's why you're here. So I want to know this. When you wrote that book, You Are a Badass at Making Money, who are you writing it to? Did you have someone in your mind? Were you writing it to yourself? Like, what did that look like as you were processing through all of that information? You know, I did actually have somebody I was writing it to. I can't remember who it was, but I remember thinking because by the time I was writing that book, I had healed a lot of my money wounds. And so I was, it's sort of like, you know, remembering what it's like to be single after you've been happily married for a long time, you sort of forget what it was. So I, I did put myself in the place of a friend of mine. I don't remember who it was, but definitely. That's so cool. Okay. So walk me through like, what's next for you? What excites you? What's coming up? Like, what are you working on these days that gets you out of bed and excited? Well, my appliances are being delivered today and the countertops are going in. So that seriously, (laughs) I can't even tell you how exciting that is. I'm honestly... I am loving home renovation. And it's funny because I wished for a project that had nothing to do with words or self-help. I wanted something that had materials. And and I ended up buying this house. It ended up being 
the most falling apart house <laughs> on planet Earth. But I love it. And it's been really fun. But holy crap. I am. There's, of course, another badass book in the works. Of course. Um, I'm doing a little bit of speaking, not a ton. I'm writing comedy, actually. I'm writing a screenplay with an old friend of mine. So I decided, you know, what what is the next phase for me? You know, the yeah. badassery will definitely continue. I'm really excited to keep moving forward and deeper into that stuff. But I also love writing comedy and I love collaborating with the people I love. So I have a couple of writing projects with a couple old friends who are amazing writers. So that's really exciting. I will travel when the house is done again. <laughs> um, so yeah, every time I just, I hit the jackpot and I am just so grateful that all of these magnificent women who listen to your show and just who are out there making it happen for themselves because we got a lot of work to do on this world of ours. And I do believe it is time for the ladies to take the front seat. And I'm so happy and proud and grateful that I get to be part of this movement. Oh, amazing. Okay. This is my last question. I've never asked okay. anyone this before. Mm-hmm. I'm screwing you. I'm sorry. Imagine with me, you're going to roll your eyes and I love it that we are like in the middle of a game. It is halftime and the score is tied and you need to give us a pep talk. And there's all these women that are just waiting for permission to get started, to earn money, to start their dream business, to do anything. What would you leave us with? Do something that scares the crap out of you every single day. Yes. Yes. You nailed it. Even I thought you were really going to ask me who I wanted the halftime act to be. I was like, God, I don't okay, know. Well, tell me that now. Let's go. Who's going to perform? Lady Gaga. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jen, where can everybody find you and connect with you and get a hold of your amazing work? They can go to youarebadass.com or jensincero.com. They will both take you to the same place. Uh, Amazing. Thank you so much. I know that so many women are going to be so excited to get your books in their hands if they haven't already done that. And I swear we're going to start a Gold Digger book club so that we can all work through these things together because you are changing lives. And I feel like your voice is one that has just risen to the top for so many reasons, but because you answered the call in a way that only you could. So thank you. Thank you. And I also want to say, I forgot we just have, um, we have some day planners coming out and the the calendars, daily calendar. The planner came out so good. I am so psyched with how they designed it. It looks amazing. So there's also sort of like daily little kicks in the ass that you can get um, on my website also. Yeah. But I think we just put them up there. Will you reach to the pages of that and shake me or is that out? Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) It'll be even creepier because it's every day. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was a blast. Oof. Jen, she's so stinking good. Today's episode was filled with so many amazing takeaways. And and as a woman who continues to earn more, I feel like looking back, money mindset has always been at the forefront of my struggle. How I feel about money, what I believe about money, am I worthy of making money? The way that Jen puts together this information and puts it out onto bookshelves all across the world, has changed the lives of so many women, has changed the beliefs of so many women, and has changed the wealth of so many women. Man, I love the way that her books make you feel like someone is giving you the dose of tough love that you wish you were getting in order to see your true potential and believe that it is possible, not just for her, not just for me, but for you. 
So if you haven't yet grabbed Jen's books, they are going to change the game for you. They're going to shake you into the consciousness of believing that it can happen. And dang it, I am so glad that we got her on this show because you guys love her. And if you haven't yet read her books, now is the time because you, my friend, are a badass. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. We love hearing what guests you want on the show. We are listening and we are paying attention. So why don't you let us know who you want to hear from next? And until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.